of the Stubborn Heroes podcast. My name is Adam and I am the game master at the Stubborn Heroes. We have today are Billy who plays Benjamin Grimshaw. Oh, hey there. David who plays Bonnie. Hi. Anthony who plays Strata the Lorekeeper. Hello. Cody who plays Belgarath. Hello. And Parker who plays Tyrant. Hello. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No All the more. time. Uh, okay, so everybody, welcome. And, uh, you know, we had some pretty crazy events happen in the last episode. You guys successfully overthrew a demigod. A, uh, a minor demigod, but still a demigod. Uh, named Mithrax, the world eater. Well, Ooh, bitch. He was a bitch. I mean, it would have been a different battle had, uh, you know, you'd not had the MacGuffin of the Arkstone and, uh, you know, using those towers to trap him. And uh, but we had a pretty epic conclusion there. It was uh, you guys were able to overthrow not only Mithrax, but also all of the undead who were uh, within Stormtal and all of the blood zombies who were being controlled by the Herald of Blood. Um, and uh, ultimately, with the help of, you know, the Stormglaive army in Stormtalon, the king riding on top of Arnegos and uh, and a bunch of other uh, you know, different characters around. You were able to uh, defeat Mithrax. And upon defeating Mithrax, you guys found that Mithrax was digging, but it never reached whatever its destination was. And while investigating that, you did notice there was a red crystal embedded in Mithrax's chest that had fallen out. And while uh, Strata and Tyrannus were trying to investigate it safely, uh, Ben decided otherwise to not investigate it safely and went up and just touched the damn thing where you were transported to the north bed and you were given an ominous sort of vision or message until you were finally noticed by Kazef, the chaos hound who turned to you and then you realized that you were being pulled through the crystal. You were being teleported to the north after recklessly just touching this thing. Uh, so the information came at a price. Luckily, uh, Tyrannus saved your life with a counter spell. He was able to shatter the crystal. You were able to make it out mostly unscathed, but you were slashed down your chest by Kazaf. This wound that would kill any lesser man, but Ben, with his true grit, his true cowboy grit, was able to persevere and uh, but no healing seems to be able to heal this wound, and it will take some time to fully heal, but probably worth it to you, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where we left off. So uh, at this time, there's there's celebration throughout the city. Uh, people have all come together to help, you know, save those underneath the, the, the wreckage of buildings that have fallen over. Um, there were still a few meteors that had fallen. More monsters came out of those, but... Overall, the city was finally able to secure itself. 
the walls now being rebuilt. I'm going to say that a few days have passed at this point. You guys have helped in these relief efforts, except for you, Ben. You've been recovering in uh, a makeshift infirmary that they've made within the king's uh, uh, the king's throne room, which the entire roof has been blasted off from the meteor that crashed, the broken stone throne at the end of the room. The king doesn't even sit in it. The town is being rebuilt as of right now. The walls are coming up high. The, uh, the people are being saved from the rubble. Tens of thousands have perished in the city alone. As, as day and night, monsters that have fallen in other places locally within the kingdom of Falcon's Rest have attempted to attack the city, but the Stormglaive guards have been able to repel the attacks. And yeah, so right now, um, I, I'm just gonna ask you each one by one what you've been doing for the last few days um, before we uh, uh, meet in the king's chamber, where uh, Ben is uh, currently resting in a in a in a, in a bed, being being healed by uh, priests of Raven. So let's start with Uranus. What have you been doing for the last few days? Um. Tyrannus, well, uh, he would be uh, spending a lot of time out on the town, uh, so to speak. Drinking. Um, yeah, he would be visiting some local taverns. Um, the ones that are still uh, upright and, and selling, you know, uh, still established. Um, and kind of prepping for what he imagines is a, a journey ahead. He's spending a lot of time with Zoe. Um, anytime he's not drinking, he's spending with Zoe. Um, not for any particular reason. You know, just spending time with Zoe as far as everyone knows. Um, and I guess uh, other than that, um, I mean, he's, he has conversations he wants to have with certain other members of the Six, but uh, I don't know if that's what would be happening now or later. No, it can happen later. Yeah. yeah. I just want to know the last few days if there's anything within town that you wanted to do. Did you go to any shop? Did you try to go to any shops? Did you buy anything? Like, this is your opportunity to do any of that stuff before you guys leave on this life, next leg of the adventure. That's all. Um, I guess he would go to... Um, he would go back to that magic shop, uh, where there was, like, uncommon, rare, very rare items, etc. Um, and he would pick up, uh, a potion from there. Okay. So, you should have the, uh, item, uh, yes, cost yeah. and just remove that from your inventory. Okay. Uh, right. other than that, that's, that's pretty much what he's been doing. Okay. Uh, Belgarath, uh, you went through a great transformation in the last battle. Although you've turned back now, you, you, you are able to walk through the town now freely. Everybody knows you by name. Uh, and people, although some people still sort of scorn goblins, for the most part, people are have a lot of gratitude towards you, and you're able to walk freely throughout the town without wearing your suit, if that's nice. still something you want to do. They've accepted you. Um, but one thing I do have to point out with you is that you've noticed that 
on your arms, um, from your hands down your wrists and moving up your forearm, your uh, bicep, are these almost like cracks of uh, cracks in your skin. They almost like cracks between scales. And they seem to now, when that's on both of your arms, and underneath it seems to be pulsing this fiery red. And when you wake up in the morning, they ache a lot. And as you go out throughout the day, you slowly just forget about the pain, but you have this numbing pain constantly in your arms since the transformation. So with that, uh, what have you been up to, Belgrath? Well, knowing that information, uh, before, like, you, I think Belgrath would bandage up the parts that are cracking, mm-hmm. like, in just random bandage, just so it's, just so it's hiding. Okay. For now, and, um, two things that Belgrath wants to do is, the first one he would have done was, um, the crater is still there, right? Where the demigod was digging? Um, yep. Okay, yeah. so Balgrath would um, go to that area and use, like, go right into the center of the crater and use commune with nature. What the hell is that? You you have commune with nature? Yep. Sure. Okay. All right. Wasn't expecting this. Okay. It's from my. It's from uh, being a spirit walker. From so uh, being one, what, what one day, you know, the the hustle and bustle of uh, you know the. Uh, uh, of, of just thousands of people walking around rebuilding buildings you know pulling the dead out and you know there's so much going on but you silently just walk down to the crater you feel like you're alone you can still hear the city around you and everything you close your eyes and how do you cast this spell um Belgrath would kneel down and put his hand flat right in the middle of the crater close his eyes and cast it which I will display it if this works wow you briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory in the outdoors the spell gives you knowledge of the land within three miles of you in caves and other natural underground settings the radius is limited to 300 feet the spell doesn't function where nature has been replaced by construction such as in dangerous dungeons and towns you instantly gain knowledge of up to three facts of your choice about any of the following subjects as they relate to the area. Terrain and bodies of water, prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples, powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead. Influence from other planes of existence, buildings. Okay. Wow. For For example, you could determine the location of a powerful undead in the area the location of major sources of safe drinking water, and the location of any nearby towns. Interesting. Okay. So you put your hand down into the ground there. Uh, What are three facts you'd like to learn? Um, I want to uh, learn any facts for either the powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead, influence from other planes of existence, and buildings. I want to learn anything that's straight down, like what he was digging for. Well, 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 Cody Giffen. I was not expecting this. That's pretty good. Pretty darn good. You did good, kid. 
You close your eyes and the, you hear the cityscape all around you, the busy hustle and bustle, as I said. And that slowly fades until all you hear is silence. Then as you're down on your hand, as your eyes are closed, slowly these plants start to grow and wrap around your hand. And then you see a vision. You feel that there is a potent and powerful presence, some sort of powerful entity deep, 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 deep below the city. And all you hear, Belgrath, is what feels like a heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. Moving away from this heartbeat and this dark being, you don't know exactly what type of being because it doesn't really fit here, but uh, you know it's some sort of dark being and you sense a heartbeat. And as you back away, Belgrath, you would feel that there's a huge structure beneath Stormtown that's bigger than the city itself. It might even stretch out past Stormtown to the entire isles themselves. You, you definitely feel an influence from the plane of Mechanis is in play. Okay. All right, but it's like deep, and when I say deep, I'm I'm saying like hundreds and hundreds of feet. Okay. And then all of a sudden, those plants sort of move away from your hands, and you open up your eyes. Once again, the city sounds enter your your area. All right, so yeah, he'll back up. He'll back out kind of like surprised that he felt that there's <clears throat> a massive structure underground yeah. and he says he's going to decide later on he's going to relay that information to the heroes and kings whenever whenever the appropriate time is okay and that's it for his first thing he's going to do that'd probably be the meeting that's supposed to be in a few days or whatever yeah the second thing he's going to do is he wants to uh, gather information, anything about his head of his paw or like the people keep uh, keeping a dragon bound in the area. Sure, it's going to be wh- where are you looking for this information? Um, probably, probably taverns and bars, most most places where like information would. Be sure, r- we'll see if you've heard anything. Roll a, uh, roll a, uh, uh, not disadvantage, I guess. Roll, roll an investigation, just a straight investigation. We'll see what you get. Hmm. Hopefully, the gods are nice. The dice gods are nice. Not so nice. Just a straight nine. 
Belgrath, you go bar to bar. Sometimes you see Tyrannus in one of them, just like coming out drunk and stuff. But you just sort of put a hood over your head, and <laughs> you know, whatever he's doing. Um, you uh, you really you don't hear much. Just all everybody's talking about is the recent events with the Blood Moon. The fact that the night is so dark. Um, you don't really hear anything about that. But what you do here is, uh, you know, just throughout the taverns, I'll just give you this. It's not exactly what you're looking for, but it's important information, which is that the people of the town have started calling the event of the Blood Moon's explosion the Moonfall. And the creatures that are coming out of it, they're calling them the Dirge. D-I-R-G-E. Okay. And that just seems to be what the common folk have decided to call the two things, so word is spreading, so you'll hear, oh, this is where I was on the night on the night of the moonfall, you know, uh, I, w- I had to fight off, you know, four of the dirge, and, you know, that just seems to be the general uh, consensus, regardless of what the creature is. So they're just categorizing these ha- all They're categorizing these all these creatures into one group, and they're calling them the dirge. Okay. Okay. And with all that... Right. Yeah, that's all that Belgrath's going to do. Oh, you did a lot. Okay, let's move on to uh, Strata. What is Strata up to? Uh, so Strata has been uh, mostly concerned with helping rebuild uh, the city. He's uh, using his stone shape uh, spells where he can to kind of reform building materials and stuff like that. He's learning some carpentry along the way. Um, as well, always looking to pick up new skills and things like that and um, just, uh, I guess kind of similar to Belgrath, kind of hear what the common folk are saying about what all happened um, and kind of uh, uh, hearing it from their perspective Um, but he will also be... Well, well, one second. I want to touch on the carpentry thing. Mm. Where where are you performing carpentry? Well, yeah, just as as uh, you know, people are rebuilding and stuff like that. He's helping out, and so and you you actually have a wooden carving that was given to you by Ryder Melody, uh, the child, in uh, oh, Briarcliff right. Gardens. So perhaps that inspired Strata to start up a carpentry doing carpentry but um i guess what i'm really getting at is uh strata um you you don't have a home (laughs) no no i don't (laughs) so uh, like if you're doing carpentry like on a larger scale you're gonna need a place to set up unless you're always going to your bottle but that's dangerous somebody could grab your bottle and no i i would say not um he's not quite there yet with the hobby He's very much just kind of picking up skills, like okay, this is how you use a saw, this is how you right, okay. nail a, a board to another board, and and etc. Um, he's yeah. not looking to uh, I dive in head first. Some like general like shops and things like that, or like carpenters, like can yeah. like, become like a journeyman or whatever. So you're helping like build the homes and stuff, work with your hands, you yeah. know, rather yeah. than your spells and you know your silver tongue. Well, he he, he 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 still is using uh, stone shape and stuff like that to oh, to okay. reconstruct um, like the the stone aspects of buildings, um, but then as well uh, diving into work with work with his hands and and uh, to supplement. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, but uh, he's also going to be stopping at um, the Arcane Focus. He goes to Briarcliff. Yeah, you can teleport there. Yep. Yeah, but you, you actually, you'd have to go to Tanglewood Estate to do that, but you do so. Um, do we want to get it over with that you guys can invite Strata to stay at Tanglewood? Because it's going to go that way. No. Unless you guys are not inviting him. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, never mind. Somebody already do it? <laughs> no, he does not I could have swore we did. I don't, I'm no, pretty sure somebody already, either either Parker or Billy invited him. I think it was oh, Billy. Like last session? Invi- last session. I, yeah, I thought it was When they no, saw Billy. him, said, said, you know, you can always stay there. Just got to enter the way immediately. And okay. gave him a sending stone as well. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, so Strata, you walk into uh, Tanglewood because you're going to go to Briarcliff Gardens. Uh, you walk inside um, and uh, you find there is an empty room on the first floor there that doesn't seem to be used. Um, it's Rasuan's room and it's perfect because it's literally just a bed. It's like a closet almost <laughs> and you don't need much space. No. That's exactly what you need. So you go into this room, it's all dusty, and, and it seems to be full of a few items that they had, the boys had left over from Rasuan, and maybe you just sort of pack those away, and then uh, that becomes your room within Tanglewood. Uh, you then make your way down to the basement, to uh, uh, Ben's lab, and there is where you put the ritual circle to be able to teleport to from Briarcliff, and you go to the arcane focus. There you see Gideon, uh, this sort of construct of a man who's made of uh, wood, a giant stone head with uh, glowing jewel eyes, robes over this construct body, and he just sort of turns to you. Strata, welcome back. I was worried you did not survive the moonfall. I am happy to uh, report that I have. Uh, as well as the rest of the six. Um, I am here on business, but I must ask you, uh, how how did Storm Talon fare during the moonfall? You were in Storm Talon. You <sighs> tell <Fucking> me. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, how did Briarcliff Gardens fare during the moonfall? Briarcliff had a few meteors fall, but... Luckily, we have many magical wards since overthrowing Poisona. The guards were already on full alert, and the city survived nearly unscathed. That is uh, excellent news. And how is uh, young rider Melody faring in all of this? My apprentice ran away and disappeared during the moonfall. I have not seen him since. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Um, I, I hope he's you okay. You know, you were a young mage at some point. You know that the call to adventure can sometimes take precedent over your learning. It can be overwhelming sometimes. I understand it. The boy will return eventually. I have uh, no doubt that I'll be seeing him again. But in any case, um, I wish to uh, purchase a couple of your wares, uh, some specific things. Um, Of course. You have my catalog, and he waves uh, one of his four arms, and this book comes off the shelf and then lands down 
on the table. The magic sort of shifting the pages over. Uh, flips through. Um, I will take the eyes of minute seeings you have here. And for a little bit of fun, how about the uh, immovable rod? If that is what you want to spend your money on, then I suppose so. Yes, I will take those two, please. Excellent. And it takes him a few minutes to sort of package it and get it all ready. And he puts it down and he takes your gold. And uh, and it's nice and wrapped. And, and he sort of puts a ward on it to ensure that nobody can detect that what's inside are magic items. And uh, we are all up to date with uh, the renting of the space for the circle, yes? I... No. Oh. Uh. 200 gold. <laughs> I give him all of my gold. <laughs> you have nothing left? <laughs> I have eight gold left. <laughs> Excellent. I expect rent paid on time. Yes. This moonfall was simply an act of the gods, but rent still must be paid. Of course. Well, um, I will see you in, uh, how long does this get me? A, a week? It gives you one month. Oh, good, 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 good. good. Uh, yes, I will see you uh, before then. How about that? Excellent, Strata, the lore keeper. And good luck on your quest. Thank you. Thank you. And he'll head back to the circle. You head back to the circle, you go back. Is there any other business you want before you meet in the king's chamber? Nope, that's it. Okay. Uh, so next up is Bonnie. Bonnie would want to try and find that family that she was supposed to go see. Uh, roll a, an investigation check, Bonnie. See if you find them. I'm just gonna roll D20 for reasons. Bonnie, for days you look, but the shop where the family was is completely caved in. Most of the bazaar was destroyed in the moonfall, and you sort of you use all the, the tricks up your sleeve. Oh. Okay, well, Bonnie, and then eventually you find them. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I thought you rolled the nine. I was going to nope. say you didn't find them. Nope. Um, <laughs> okay, the 23. Uh, yeah, and uh, then one day while you're walking through, uh, you would notice a man there who is helping move an object, a, a large uh, piece of wood, and then he accidentally drops it and hits him on the foot. And nobody else would notice this, but you'd notice that when it does, he goes, oh, and then his face changes quickly to the smooth face of a uh, changeling and then back to his regular face. Oh, oh. And then he continues moving and you'd realize that that is the gentleman from before. He finishes his work. What do you do? Um, I, I, I go up to him once nobody's around. Is your family safe? Oh, Bonnie. And he sort of looks around. And he brings you up a, a small little alleyway where you have a little bit of privacy. Yes, my my family is safe. Hey, to be honest, uh, we were fearful of 
what was going to come, but then this moonfall occurred and sort of put things into perspective. We would really like to take you up on your offer. We, our home has been destroyed. If you have some place, you could keep us. We'll bring you back to Tanglewood Estate until we figure out what to do with you. <laughs> I haven't well, talked to anybody else, but you know, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> it's fine. We got the king's money. We'll add a big old extension onto the house. Well, yeah, they're a family of tailors, and you did talk to the guys about indentured servitude. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but I'm just not sure. It's basically slavery with extra steps. <laughs> it's <laughs> you just, uh, you know, it's a working oh, agreement. They it, do stuff for us. We feed them and give them shelter. Yes, they 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 make us clothing, and we we. They, keep they, them alive. They don't get just get a free place to stay with no like upkeep or nothing. That's their rent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we don't pay. <laughs> that, that's how we justify it. Don't worry, David. We're on the same page. Um, okay, I uh, I will get my wife, and he goes, and he you, you go with him, and he gathers his wife and his daughter, and they they pack up whatever things they have, and they follow you, and you bring them to Tanglewood. Yes. Okay, you bring them to Tanglewood, uh, and where are they going to stay in Tanglewood? Like, what's the what's the rule say here? What's are you just going to let them have free room of the house? Oh, they, you well, got a free room. I, we have discussed it. I've discussed it with the group in it. Okay, on they, the walk, they walk portion. in. The little girl's like, "Daddy, is this our house now?" And he's looking around. And he's like, "How do you afford such a large mansion?" Well, we kind of saved the town. And they give us things. We do have a guest room, actually. Oh. Yeah, I forgot I put that there. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can stay in the guest room. <laughs> okay, so you bring them to the guest room. They sit there, and he looks at you, and still you don't know his name. Uh, but What says, is your name, by the Thank way? you. Hold on. Hold on. I'm <laughs> says, Thank you, Bonnie. We couldn't be more happy. Um, thank you, Bonnie. Is this now where I, when I can ask, or are you going to tell David, me? David, I'm not going to make you. It's just don't interrupt me while I'm talking. <laughs> That's all. So, uh, go. Um, thank you, Bonnie, for <coughs> letting us letting us stay in your large mansion home and reminding us how poor we are. Anytime. Um, but what was your name? You'd need five mouths to say my true name. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um... Uh, I don't have names for them. <laughs> Co- Cody, Co- Cody, tell me your name. Just the first name. Male. Go. Albert. Albert. Okay. And uh, Parker, tell me a female name. Shelly. Okay. And uh, Billy, tell me a female name. When? Uh, my name is Albert. This here is Shelly and our daughter Gwen. Okay. Um... So there's a guest room over there. That's what you can use. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. Okay, I I appreciate it. And what the hell is that? Zoe comes around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just our bear? It's just our pet. Shelly, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Quinn, go play with it. Gwen approaches and pets Zoe. Zoe lets her pat her underneath her chin. 
I like her. Now Zoe, don't eat her. And then Body wants to walk away. Have fun! Looks, looks at you and growls. <laughs> okay. So you leave Zoe with the uh, with the family in Tanglewood. Uh, what else do you do, Bonnie? Uh, she would also go to the Raven, um, the the Raven per- Peak, perch, the Raven Perch, the Perch whatever. Raven, that thing. <laughs> and she would go there and hand in all of her goodies and hand in the letter to say that the family for the assassination was was dead, and she would get her next target. The Raven goes flying. And uh, you do not get a response back from the Crucible of Ravens. And the priest tells you that no ravens have come from the Crucible since the Moonfall. And that he's concerned. That's all the information you get there. Which would be very weird, correct? Yes, absolutely. Alright. Do I get any money for my... Of course, gathering? you're asking that. The uh, the priest says, "What you've given us is worth five hundred gold. Uh, this Mithrax pelt is beyond measure, but all money coming into the perch currently is going towards the reinvigoration and renovation of the city. Do you want to take the funds, or would you like us to donate it to the rebuilding of Storm Talon?" <laughs> I only have 3,000 gold. I mean... <laughs> it's up to you. I guess half of it can go there. I'll take the other half. <laughs> A true neutral way of doing it. <laughs> he splits the gold and he gives it to you. Okay. Thank you, Whisper. <laughs> and you leave the Perch of Ravens. Uh, he's the only one in it right now. The other uh, priests of the Raven Queen are around the city healing people, especially right now where we cut to the King's Chamber. There's gurneys and, and the, the priests are walking around healing everybody where Ben, you unfortunately haven't been able to do anything for days because you decided to uh, teleport to the north and uh, get slashed in the gut. Um, but it's cool. Uh, I'm on vacation. <laughs> then your group walks in, all meeting up. They walk into the king's chambers. There's tons of people around. Everybody's scurrying around, including the king. Um, but uh, all of you then walk up to Ben laying in in, in in his bed right now, where there's a priestess of the uh, of the Raven Queen sort of putting her hand over your wound. The wound is still festering. There's a smell of just death and rot coming off the the wound. That's just it's aromatic. It's it's just taking up, uh, uh you know, you just woo- yeah, it's just woofing the entire air. But it's slowly healing, slowly. Embrace uh, the smell. Yeah, but you all approach, and that's what you see with Ben. So, go ahead, guys. Does anybody bring him anything? Like, guys, have fun with it, okay? You're visiting your friend in the hospital. Bonnie would bring him something from his shop, but I don't know what it would be in the shop. So, what's in the shop? Just like, make in it his up, little... man. David, it's, it's not. It's not a technical thing. Just 
make it up. Have fun. Whatever you okay. bring him. I don't care. Bonnie Just... would Bonnie would look around and see a mecha- a little tiny mechanical spider thing that he was working on, and she brings it and puts it on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is, but maybe it'll heal you. <laughs> Been just kind of be like getting up from a, a nap. But, ah, my splatter bat. Never did fix that. Great That's to see you, Oh, hey, it's right. Oh, hey, hey, everybody's here. What, what, what's going on? Uh, well, don't tell the nurses I'm giving you this, but I'll I'll pour them like a bit of whiskey, in a, in a, like a hospital cup, and I'll I'll give it to them. Ben will just kind of like give him a sly wink. You're a lifesaver. Hey, no problem. Che- cheers, Benjamin. And Trance will take out a flask and like cheers his little hospital cup. Drink with him. Trance is now uh, <laughs> drunk constantly. Hey, what are you on the mend? Uh, uh, what's the latest? I'm. I'm getting a little better, but uh, this wound just doesn't seem to want to heal. It is slowly getting the mend and, and everything is helping, but... Do you mind if I have a look at it? I understand if not, but uh, I'm sure. curious to see it. Just kind of, like, take off the, I guess, like, rags or whatever. Just yeah. show this, like, festering awful wound. And you all just get this wolf of oh, this awful smell. And, uh... And yeah, so you can roll medicine check if you want, Strata, unless you're casting a spell. Uh, Strata pulls on his um, new goggles that he got, and oh. um, they do you... give uh, advantage on investigation check. Okay. Um, so if I could do one of those, that would be cool. Yep. With a nope. nat one. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Okay. It's 24. Better. There we go. <laughs> At first, you look strata. <laughs> yeah, and you realize it's just like uh, it's it's not adjusted right. Then you're just like whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you just like sort of fiddle with the goggles, and then you're able to investigate. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure what an investigation's going to do here uh, in regards to his wound, but uh, definitely this wound came from some sort of creature. And <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Uh, it's Fair not a medicine enough. check, right? And so, it, I mean, this. I, I guess what you'd notice is uh, it's necros. It's it's necrotic damage like you've never seen before, like almost necrotic in its purest form. That uh, and and also you do feel like this would have killed a lesser man. I mean, it's down his chest. It's slowly healing. That's really all you get. It's okay, but it is chest. it is not getting worse, though. It's not getting worse. Okay, no. that's good. Hey, that is something. Pulls the goggles off. Good to see you. You're okay. Yeah, luckily, he got mostly my Marcano side, but he did get my flesh pretty good. So when, when will you be fit to travel? You kidding? I'm good to go right now. Ben will, like, kind of try to stand up. Yeah. Your legs wobble and you nearly fall. Who's going to catch him? Bonnie will try. 
Okay, Bonnie catches him. And you, your legs are very weak and wobbly, but, I mean, you could go. You could go. He'll just kind of, like, sit back down on the, uh, the bed, I guess, he's in. Whatever Maybe it is. you should wait a little bit longer. Might be a good idea. Belgarath, you haven't said anything. Belgarath would, uh, probably arrive in the room with a bag, and it just sounds like glass bottles in it, and you just kind of put it on his lap. It's like... I grabbed all these uh, potions from your lab. Hopefully one of these could help you. Maybe like a few broken potions like seeping through the bag because he's just been dragging it on the ground. It's just leaking everywhere. One of them starts leaking out like acid and starts burning the bed a little bit. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, I'm sure, sure, that, that'll help a lot. Ben just kind of like... You don't have to be nice. They're broken. I didn't know they was going to break. <laughs> Just trying They're to help glass? out. Well, I thought they'd be more indestructible glass. Indestructible glass. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we waste that on potions? Bagrath will throw, grab a potion from the bag and just throw it at Tyrannus. <laughs> <laughs> just a random potion. Doesn't even look at it. Just throws it at Tyranus. 1d100, go. <laughs> <laughs> Should I? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. It just sort of smashes on your face, Tyrannus, and just this blue slime just goes down. Sleeps down your face. It smashes it. on my face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's just blue slime goes down your face. Does it get cut? This glass no, it just, seems just casually smashes on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, it's thin glass. Tyrannus just stares dead-eyed at Belgarath as the slime drips off of him. And Belgarath will stare dead-eyed right back at Tyrannus. So the king uh, approaches. <laughs> Uh, six. I see you're here to see our patient, Mr. Grimshaw. And just kind of be holding his chest, uh, and kind of tilt his head in acknowledgement of the king. Well, if you're feeling up to it, I would like to meet you all to speak about the next steps of your journey and where you would like to go so that we can make a plan of action on how to deal with this chaos. Storm Talon may be saved... But the ravens have come in from the other kingdoms, and the situation is dire. So, come to my throne. I have a battle table there, where we can discuss further. But Ben's I... the weak. Hmm. Well, I'll leave that up to Mr. Grimshaw, if he would like to stay in bed. And all of you can come discuss the battle plans. That's up to you, but I'll be over by the throne. I'll see you soon. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a few minutes, and the king walks away. I am going to oh, I just have to double check if I can actually bestow this on someone else I'm pretty sure I can nope never mind never mind Ben you feel so weak that's when suddenly stepping beside you all is Anthwee Anthwee raises his decrepit black hand and moves it over your wound Ben and you'd watch as he opens up his demon avicon of Vecna, and as he moves his hand across your wound, suddenly this necrotic decay almost 
it just starts to rise up and move up like liquid being pulled out of your wound. You feel your skin being pulled as he absorbs all of the necrotic darkness from the wound itself into his hand and then places it into his book, which he then closes. And you feel much better. What just happened? Does it heal the wound completely or just takes away the uh, necrosis? You still have a scar, but you're healed. You're healed. You have many scars, though, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's amazing. And then I'll start getting uh, ready and stand up toward the meeting, I guess. Yep. You all head towards the uh, the the broken shattered throne and uh, there as you're approaching you you can hear as uh, commander Redora is speaking to the king the ravens have come in my king it's not looking good as you know I do believe that we need to send aid to the other kingdoms and the king uh, shakes his head we barely save Storm Talon. If we send our people, if we send the Stormglaives out to save all the other kingdoms, we'll have no one left to defend this one. That's what you hear as you approach. Ah, six. Ben, you look much better now. Well, with a little help of Thanthui's magical hands over here, I feel a lot better. Huh. Thanthui just sort of nods. And uh, and now you're also sort of surrounding this table. Well, you couldn't have come at a better time. We need to discuss next steps and how we're going to deal with this threat. The moonfall was devastating to the realm, clearly. And if there are more creatures out there as powerful as Mithrax or even more powerful then we need to find a way to stop this madness and restore order to this realm. So, what do we know? Six. I have a, I have an army at my fingertips, but I don't know what to do with it. Bill, what is the plan? I do know. Is there weird things? Go on. Sorry, go on. Bill, I do know that the Briarcliff Gardens is um, essentially untouched. They are perfectly safe, so no need to worry about them. Yes, Lady Serena has sent word. Same with uh, Lady Ashbury. Bloodsong Valley was hit rather hard, but... And portions of it, including some of the reef as well, have completely collapsed into the sea. And a large chunk seems to have fallen in the ocean in the south. But there capitals are holding strong. It's the outer hamlets that are getting the brunt of the attack from the dirge. Could we get the map put up? So what the king does is he's now laid down a map of Umbra, and it's this map you guys are looking at now. With all the reports of everything that they've received, they've received hundreds and hundreds of ravens from across the realm, and this is what everything... This is everything they're being told. As you are all aware, during the recent years, we have been preparing for our war with Xing. In doing so, all of the independent armies of the Ten Kingdoms have all been 
abducted into the Tempest Watch. One unified army under the Tempest Watch. But there are some exceptions. For instance, Renly Greystone at Greystone Prison has refused to convert his army into Stormglaives. House Umbra of Duskgrove Wood has never had a standing army. The Green Seers keep to themselves, and from what we hear, they're the only kingdom that did not have any meteors fall on their lands. I believe these are due to ancient magical wards that have existed since before man stepped on these isles. The Wendigo Wilderness was hit pretty hard, but the armies are standing strong there. The Northmen of Skellix Fall have sent no ravens. But my last conversation with the Frozen Twins, Silbor and Envlad, did not end amicably. They were very unhappy. But they, and now they have not replied to our ravens. So take a look at the map. It's the current state of the world. If you have any questions or you need any advice or anything, just let me know. So just so you're all clear, basically for, a th and you'd all know this throughout history, for a thousand years since the Storm Breach incursion, the armies, the Ten Kingdoms had their own armies. Uh, House Briarcliff, for instance, and Riverbed Reach, they had their own army. Uh, House Ashbury and Bloodsong Valley, they had their own army. Until recently, over the last few years, Exarch Athene Silent Dawn of House Silent Dawn in, in uh, the Stormbreach Coast, with her close relationship with the king, converted him to no longer worship Helm, but instead to worship the Tempest. So the king now worships the Tempest, and she has convinced him to have all of the armies in Umbra into one religious army. Into one religious army, yes. And that includes already most of the kingdoms, with the exception of House Greystone, House Umbra, and the Northmen in Wintercrown Mountains. So seven of the kingdoms are all under one, what, what would you call it, uh, religious crusade of the Tempest Watch. Now, even Kalimvor? What was that? Yes, you all all of House Moonbreaker's, are uh, uh, their armies are now Stormglaives. They're infantry. Now, you know, Latanya still has her Grey Wardens who are her own, like, personal militia, but, you know, the main policing force of the nation itself are Stormglaives. And what you guys would know living in Stormtalon for this long is there are literally statues to Athene Silenthon. They call her the Drowned Queen, that she is the messiah to them, that she is the one who's going to uh, save the downtrodden and save the world. So, um, you know, she's seen as this like figure. And what you would know is the dissenters, those who don't, who believe this is a bad idea, their main point is Stormglaives, they follow one person. They follow the Exarch. They don't follow the, the the lords and ladies of Umbra. They follow the Exarch. So even the king, technically, has no real power over these armies. In the end, it all does actually come down to her. And that's always... So, so this is sort of the political side of it that most people don't have a taste for. That's what's been going on. 
and I've been alluding to for a long time here and there. But I just want to make sure it's clear that that is the political landscape of of, uh, of the Isles right now. Why do I get the feeling that the Exarch's not exactly good? <laughs> well, you've never met her. <laughs> when last we spoke, Six, you said that this was the Chaos Hound of legend. Kazef, was it, Ben? That's right. And you said the fight is in the north. How did you know that? It's kind of hard to explain, but, uh... Well, the Frozen Twins, Silbor and Envlad, were saying the same thing, and to be honest, I was hasty, and I sent them away back to the Winter Crown Mountains because I thought they were... Well, I didn't believe them, but I believe them now. I have a connection with KZF. Ever since he scarred me, I can almost, almost sense him and connect to him. like he's mm. Almost like he's embedded in me a little bit. He's not the worst of your troubles. When I touched that ruby, I, I was being transported to the north. And KZF was there. He's the one that scarred me. And he was speaking to a, a lady he referred to his mother and his mother Kazef is nothing to her he's he's like a little pup and she's trying to get free and if that happens I I don't know if we have even a slight chance so that's the real threat you speak of the mother of monsters herself Ben would just kind of nod by the gods I, saying there's a, a true god has landed upon our shores. Not only that, I can tell you where she is. And Ben would point to the uh, large um, crash site to the north. I'm assuming she wouldn't actually be in the the stones, like visually, but I'm assuming the crater would be there. So that, the, of course. So, I'd be like, she's here. Commander Redora is like, hmm. Hey. They did say that a large chunk fell in the north, the largest of them all. Yeah. So we send our our armies to the north. We must gather our strength first, says the king. We can't just go up there right away. I believe you now, if that's worth anything now. I think this... And I want to help all I can, but I think you'd agree... Unless we unite the entire kingdom, we wouldn't stand a chance against a god. I think one of the smartest moves would be just go to Skelvik's Fall, reunite with the twins, see what kind of damage or situation they have there, assess their situation, move towards KZF. Even the small victories at this point would be huge in the end. I agree. I think that we, the Six, should travel ahead, scout the area, while you and your armies, I'm addressing the king here, you stay in Falcon's Rest, 
help out in Kerberad and Kalumpur, and then we will communicate to you when the time is right to travel north. Hmm. Look at the rest of the Aye. six. It, it might be beneficial to get a foothold in the area with the Aegis Academy. There might be things there that can help us defeat Pesef. Frozen Twins did tell me that Aegis Academy was taken by a blue dragon, Rixterius. Yes. You're saying that you're going to go kill that dragon. We do have a history with dragons at this point. <laughs> he sure crosses his arms. I guess you do, dragon slayer. Ben hmm. would just kind of go up to Belgrath and be like, and put his hand on his shoulder and be like, Sorry, man. Not trying to add soul wound, I know. No, she's your auntie. Belgrath would uh, pat his hand as like a, he's all right with talking about it now or hearing about it. Hmm. Well, if you're planning to go discreetly, then you will need a ship. The best way to travel through the Isles. Let us look at the map and see your, how we can get you to Skelvik's Fall by sea. If you take a ship, and he points at the map here. You take a ship here, through the narrow river, pass through the Talon Gate. Go north. You could stop in Gutterwash and call Minus. Renly may be upset, but I do, do believe with the Moonfall that his old grudges with you, Mr. Grimshaw, would be put aside. Perhaps you could ask him for aid in the coming battle. The Greystones are amazing warriors. We would need them in this fight. It is up to you. You could simply go straight to Sundrin Village. There's a port near there. But I think you should try to get the aid of House Greystone. Alternatively, there is House Umbra. Now, they have stayed out of every war ever fought, but they have aided, like how they aided my family during the Stormbreach incursion a thousand years ago. You could try to convince them to help you as well. I just have a feeling that without uniting all ten kingdoms that we may not have a shot at this. But definitely getting a foothold in Aegis Academy. That could work. They have vast magical knowledge there. It's said that the lower library has a, a room where you can teleport to any kingdom in the realm. Strata's eyes kind of go wide as he's describing Aegis Academy. Well, if that's the case, then it, it would only make sense to make that our priority. Because hmm. if we could take the, the Academy and have access to all the other kid kingdoms, we can just teleport to Renly and 
Yeah, Umbra. 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 Very true. Well, a ship it is then. Something not too big. Commander Redora, find them a fine ship. Now, do you have anybody to captain the ship for you? I know nothing about sailing. You'd hear from behind you. I, I could captain it for you. Stepping out from behind Thanthwi is Captain Whitney. Oh! The turtle captain who has been enslaved by Thanthwi. <laughs> <laughs> but also uh, who has sort of become a uh, anti-hero ally to you since you took down Salazar Black, who was his uh, pirate king. My sea legs need it again. Let me captain your ship, Six. I'll get you wherever you want safely. I know the right paths to take. Who's this guy? What would the relationship with him and Ben be? I don't remember really. Uh, so you guys, he uh, he captained the uh, ship that you went on, that you snuck onto, Ben. You pretended to be a slaver. Yeah. And you sold, you sold Belgarath and Bonnie to him. And uh, <clears throat> then you guys... Eventually, you tied him up after you guys destroyed the ship and killed everybody on it. And uh, then Thanthwi, he, he recognized Thanthwi, and then Thanthwi marked him using the uh, the demonomicon of Vecna. And since then, he's been like a complete slave to Thanthwi. Like, it's almost like he's charmed. Like, he's got this burning mark of Vecna on his chest. And he just like, he's still his grumpy old, old turtle self, but he's been charmed permanently by Thanthwi to assist you. So since then, uh, you know, he actually aided in bringing you back to life, Ben. You didn't know this, but he, uh, he fought the, the night walkers who were coming out of the negative plane while the other guys went into the negative plane to retrieve your soul. And his ship burned down because of it. So he doesn't have a ship anymore. <laughs> Is he a captain? Captain Whitney. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I guess you just call me Whitney now. I believe that children are future. Wrong, Whitney. The king looks on. I could uh, lend you one of our Stormglaive captains. I'm sure you'd prefer that. I'm sure uh, Whitney could get us there safely. After all, why would he come all this way just to sabotage us? That's if he does, we'll kill him. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Hello, I'm Strategy Lord Keeper. He just looks at you. Are you trying to shake his hand? Yeah. He just looks at your hand. He looks back at, back at you. Where's the ship? I don't know. Captain, uh. Captain Redora. We will, we will ready the ship right away. It will be in the harbor for the moment you'd like to leave. And the king holds up the sending stone that you gave him, Ben. You let me know 
once you reach Aegis Academy. Or if you get sidetracked and you go somewhere else, we must stay in constant contact. But now I will, we will be repairing this city and trying to quell the lands of some of these monsters. They seem to be drawn to ancient places of power. <sighs> I'm sure you saw the crater in the middle of the city. The uh, even the Mithrax seem to be digging for something. Belgrath will like step forward. <clears throat> um, about that, King. Um, what what do you know about the history of where the city was built, and the history in general? My Storm Talon was built in ages past, but the stories are, well, kind of fantastical and unbelievable. Myth in every way. They speak of metal men coming from the sky and ordering the lands and either working with or imprisoning the ancient wild gods that were born from the nightmares of the great spirit. You see, it's all just fairy tales. I don't believe it's a fairy tale, King. Uh, I went to the crater early today and cast a spell and I sensed a very powerful entity underneath the city almost out of range of my spell so it was very deep you cast a spell yes i have a spell this is news to me because i didn't use it there was no use to use it in the past but i thought i'd try it out congratulations are you squishy now like the rest of the other spellcasters no Jeez, we're, getting off, we're getting off topic here. I just assumed everybody who cast spells are squishy. With this is big news. With the <laughs> with the powerful entity, I also was able to detect a massive structure that seems like it spanned immensely over the entire city and beyond. There are tales that there are ancient metal cities beneath the isles from civilization long gone a time lost to history does one of those stories have to do with mechanis because I sense that too I'm no scholar but there were theories about that yes that the metal men from the sky were actually agents of mechanis this the tomes speak of the Primus, the One, this um, ancient being. Um, uh, I'm not really schooled in this. Strata, do you know anything about this, uh, Maca- the realm of Macarinus? You seem. You are a law keeper, after all. Oh, um, yes, sure. Um, you would have seen uh, Strata had a, a, a quill and a, and a paper out, just kind of noting down um, what Belgrath was talking about. Um, uh, uh, yes, sure. Uh, but would you like to know? What, what, what do I know? Uh, roll a quick history check, with advantage. Oh, right click. Ha <laughs> Got it. Oh, it didn't work. Uh, twenty nine and twenty seven. So twenty nine. Say that again. Twenty nine. Wow. Yes. So, um, you'd know, Strata, 
everything. The history tells you that the great builders, who we've discussed before in your origin story, after they disappeared, uh, their over, their cosmic energies then gave birth to the first gods, who were some of the most powerful gods. They included Bahamut and his brother Asmodeus. They included uh, Celeste, the mother of angels, who seemed to have born been born from you know some remnants of another of one of the builders. Uh, and they also speak of the Prime and the One, also known as the Primus, of the realm of Mechanus. And that he is a god of pure order, and that he sends his Modrons and his metal men, as sort of what sounds like it's being described, to worlds in order to order them, um, in order to make sure that anything chaotic is either eradicated or if it can't be eradicated safely that it's imprisoned away and what they're describing sounds like the primus from mechanics itself sounds like that came from the primus itself Uh, they they come to worlds and they order them They, they they imprison or destroy the chaos um they, they, they lock it away. Uh, Belgrath will then turn to Strata. Is there any any suggestion of something being imprisoned here? Yes, actually. Because I also sensed a heartbeat. I... A living heartbeat. When I was... Actually, mere moments before the moon collapsed and fell upon us, I was in the depths of the Curio Libria, and I was looking at the forbidden texts, and, well, a thousand years ago, um, there was a, a, a house silent on. There was a very evil person. Um, yes, the Dark Martyr. Yes. That was the Stormbreach incursion you speak of, where my family crowned the first king of Umbra. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the Dark Martyr was trying to release something from a prison. And House Moonbreaker... They fought back using, and now his eyes settle on Tyrannus, the Arkstone in the form of a weapon. This Arkstone helped seal away this evil that is trying to be unleashed. Yes, this is well known, and this is where the Tempest Watch was born from. House Silent Dawn nearly destroyed the realm by trying to release an ancient evil. And so, that is when the Tempest Watch was born. House Silent Dawn vowed to forever serve the people and for repentance for all eternity wore chains to ensure that they would always remember their duty 
to keep that evil at bay and to ensure that the Tempest's sacrifice was not in vain. We've all heard the stories. <laughs> yes, that brings me to my next point. <clears throat> the... Okay, where do I start with this one? Remembering the... Well, I, I know, I... There's a lot going on up here, Bonnie, okay? It's, it's, it's... If you saw my, my notes, you would... They're illegible. Um... The, 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 the Jade Dwarf, the Abyssal... Um, you ran into an Abyssal Manticore. Tyrannus? Yeah, back in Angle Point. Yes. We... We heard talk of... Abyssal this, Abyssal that, um... This isn't... Abyssal can refer to demons, the abyss. Or it can also refer to very, very, very deep in the ocean. And that is what this abyssal is referring to. Now, I, I'm still putting this together. But I, I think what is trapped away is the great old one. The third brother to Kesef Mithrax. One of the sons. Maybe someone's trying to unlock them. The chains from the... I don't know. So you... Do you believe that they're connected in some way? I do. There is connection we are not seeing yet. Well... The only ones who would be able to give you clear, concise answers are the Green Seers of Duskgrove Wood. They know all of the secrets of the ancient Umbrans. They are House Umbra. This whole land is named after them. They were known as the First Men. The First Ones, some of us call them. Hmm. And where are they? Duskgrove Wood. They live in the Undying Oak. Uh, yes, yes, I see. I see it. I see it. A kingdom entirely encased in forest and foliage. I have visited it only once in my life. It is majestic. Creatures like you've never seen before. Animals can speak there. It's something else. And the Green Seers are far less human than you think. I dare not describe them out of respect, but I suggest you should go there and perhaps you'll get more answers about your theories. I believe you're on to something, but I don't I don't think it all connects. So, if there is something imprisoned below us, then there has to be an entrance somewhere. Maybe because it's a bustle, it's through the water? Maybe. Because there had to be guards to guard this prisoner, and they would have to get in and out at some point. Yeah, some sort of key. Unfortunately, the Oxstone, as you say in your story, is just that, a fable, and nobody would know where it is now. <coughs> But thank you for all of this information. I will report it to Athenys Silent Dawn. I'm sure that the Exarch will want to know about this thing beneath Storm Talon. I, 
and with all this information you've given me as well, Strata, thank you. Perhaps we should keep this to ourselves for now until we clarify some of the information we have. What do you we wouldn't want to mislead anyone. Roll a persuasion check, Duran. <laughs> <laughs> this could mean everything. Adam, check your phone. That's... That is a 14 because I have disadvantage because of the paranoia. Sure would love if someone helped me out. <laughs> yes, it's 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 a simply a working theory. I I haven't had uh, much time to sit and really really comb over the information, reconcile okay. it. Uh, uh, was that disadvantage on the persuasion? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to. You're, are you trying to help him out there, Strata? Yeah. I'll allow you to also roll a persuasion because Tyrannus is, is just not very good. Yeah, I would help, but I have a minus one. That's a 14. <laughs> you guys are stuck at 14. Hmm. With all due respect, with all due respect, I am the king. And. Lady Athenys, Silent Dawn, and I have a very close relationship. I can I trust her wholeheartedly. But if it gets Thank leaked out, then your... what will happen to the city? Your city will fall. <laughs> what are you talking about? The information. If it gets leaked out, your city will panic. About a ancient city that may or may not be hundreds of feet below the surface I mean you can roll a persuasion at disadvantage with that one but we'll see roll Weird persuasion the king said that <laughs> roll a persuasion check Bonnie me at disadvantage. <laughs> oh my god it's getting worse uh, well, I will not <laughs> I tried <laughs> I am the king of Storm Talon. You can trust me to make the right decision. I will not speak on this further. Anyways, Cap Commander Redora, is that ship ready? Yes, my king. Good. Six, I have the Sending Stone. You let me know where you're going and when you arrive there, or any other information, please do not keep me in the dark on your actions. I did knight you, after all. Of course. I do have one other request. Okay. Um, there seems to be uh, no activity or ravens from the Crucible of Ravens. So mm, not from the... We, we received word from the surrounding villages that the crucible seems to have protected itself in a white barrier of some kind. A large media crashed right beside it, with an endless amount of monsters emerging from it. I believe they are busy battling those monsters. Yes, so maybe um, help them? <laughs> <sighs> We will do what we can. Thank you! <laughs> we will do what we can. Six. Good luck. And here, take this map. It gives you the map that's on the table. You may need it. Thank you, Your Majesty. You all walk out of the room 
Eventually, you make your way to the harbor where you find a ship. The Stormglaves welcome you on. Um, and, uh, and, and standing next to the ship there is uh, Captain Desmond Kilmo holding his glaive. Ah, <sighs> six. It has been an honor fighting beside you. I hate to see you go, but I know the quest that you're going on now, well, it's of the utmost importance. Thank you. You have a uh, bright future ahead of you. Yep. Thank you. I, uh, I hope so. Um, hope I make my father proud. Yeah, you don't want to let him down. I'd love to come with you guys, but, uh, I'm not sure it's appropriate. Oh yeah, you are a healer. You can come with <laughs> us. <laughs> you want me to come? Yes. Why not? The more the merrier. Do it. It's, uh, he sort of looks around and he just sort of says, Is it an order? Is that an <laughs> I'm, order? I'm ordering you to join us. Oh, well, I guess I have to come with you guys then. <laughs> All right. I'm ordering you not to die too. Try my best. Uh, okay, guys, so you guys have a beautiful ship ahead of you. Uh, you're the only crew. Captain Whitney starts bringing on his stuff. Uh, I need to know a few things. First of all, is there anything you're putting on the ship that I need to know about? Like, important cargo of any kind. Hint, hint, Billy. Are you outfitting this ship with anything? Are you, are you bringing your fucking mechanical beholder? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Okay. So it gets sh- it gets brought to the lower deck of the ship, where we're, there's we're, like a, a hatch that can open. We're going to the north to fight a fucking dragon and a <laughs> demigod. Do you think I'm not bringing my tank? <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you doing with Thanthwe? <laughs> Leaving with the king. Hey. Well. Okay. So you guys command Thanthwe to stay with the king. He will. Captain. Until we establish the portal network. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything Be else? The evil turtle with the king. <laughs> is there anything else you're doing to the ship? Anybody? Um, Strata is going to pick up some carpentry equipment and some wood and stuff like that in case okay. of repairs. Great. That's a good idea. So, uh, you have to learn mending. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to uh, at some point if you'll let me swap out uh, a cantrip. I don't mind that. Um, okay. So you guys uh, successfully, you get onto the ship, and you're heading out. Where are you guys? So Captain Whitney, is there anything else you want to do in Stormtown before you leave? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I just want to get warm clothes. Tyrannus, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Tyrannus, um is going to go see Zoe at Tanglewood. Yep. And the random people that are there. Oops, I never told you guys. When, when you walk in, Zoe is playing with this uh, little girl, girl, Gwen. And they're just sort of running around the house and smashing. they smashing through a door and they're knocking over a bunch of shit. And then they stop. Oh, 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 hi. <laughs> And then she floats with her. As if you're, uh, um, she, uh, hello. Sorry, one last thing. She uh. she met she she forces the girl off of her and gets ready to come with you. 
Oh, hi. Uh, hello. I... I don't know who you are or why you're here, but... Uh, I, I need to speak with my owlbear. Sorry, I, I, I'm Gwen. Uh, Bonnie told us my family and I stay here. Uh, sure, why not? We're, we're not using it. Go right ahead. Thank you. And and Tyrannus will take Zoe into her room, uh, which has, like, uh, logs, like, knocked over, and it's, like, all grassy, and, and there's, like, a tree in the room. Mm-hmm. Zoe. Yeah. We're heading out soon to head north. And it's going to be a long journey, and you need to stay here, Zoe. I I know, I know, but look, for the longest time, I I didn't bring you on our adventures, and then I and then I did, and and you died, and. It was a miracle that we could bring you back, but you were changed by it. And and then I brought you on more adventures, and you fought against a, a demigod. You you you've been to the astral sea. You've sailed on our ship with us. You fought against mutant radishes. You've been knighted by the King of Umbra. <laughs> Zoe, you've been on so many adventures, but I can't protect you anymore. Hey, I, I bought you this armor, but just as you've changed, I, I'm also changing, and I don't, I don't know what I'm going to become, and so I, I can't take the chance, Zoe. I. Whether you stay at Tanglewood or whether you, whether you leave and go somewhere else, it's up to you, but I can't take you with me. Zoe, uh, looks upset. Yeah. Roll a persuasion check. Jesus Christ. That is an eight. (laughs) She looks around. She knocks over the the tree that's in her room. She starts ripping up all the grass. She scratches at the wall. She runs over to your bed and smashes and breaks it. I'm sorry, Zoe, but I've I've never been a good master to you. And Tyrannus will just look down and just say, I'm sorry. Goodbye. And he'll walk out. So he just watches you silently as you walk out. Then you shut the door behind you. And you walk out of Tanglewood? Yes, and I go to the ship and prepare my things. Zoe watches from the window and watches you walk away. And you eventually make it to the ship. And everybody, anybody, anything else anybody wants to do in the city before you go? I'm gonna grab a few things from my lab. I'm just gonna 
the essentials. Yep. I've got everything I need with me. Okay. I think I got everything too, so. I'm good. You get onto the ship. You get onto the ship. You load up. And the Captain Whitney drop the sails! And uh, you just see as Desmond runs around. He's like, oh, okay. Because he's really the only crewmate right now. And you guys aren't really going to help out too much. And, uh, you know, he drops the sails and then the ship takes off from the harbor. You make your way through the narrow river. And after several hours, eventually you sail through the Talon Gate, making your way out to the open sea. This trip short right now before we end this episode you see um, pillars of smoke destruction across the realm here you see villages burning you hear some screams in the distance you see monsters you hear howls and uh, but eventually all of that sort of subsides as you get deeper and deeper into the ocean you head west first until eventually the ship rears north towards uh, the direction of Culminus and the Winter Crown Mountain. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Okay. Well, thank everybody okay. for listening. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode. And uh, make sure that you're check out our Patreon if you want to give us a few bucks and help support the show. That'd be great. Um, otherwise, join our Discord. Come on and talk to us. I'd like to say that we got some uh, special guests coming on the show soon. Um, we have we're going to be doing a crossover with the Dungeons and Drimbus, where Hannah, one of the voice actors from there, will be joining us as a guest. Additionally, we'll be uh, also having uh, a gentleman named Russ from Dungeons and Dragons, who will be joining us as an original new character uh, on, on the quest here. Uh, where are you guys going to encounter them? Well, you don't know. I guess you'll see. Depends on where you go from here. Um, but I just wanted to announce that and say that because uh, I'm quite excited, especially for Russ, because he plays fucking Dungeons and Dragons with Jeff fucking Goldblum. So, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we're cool. not allowed to talk about it. Well, he didn't say that. We're totally going to talk about it. But <laughs> Let, let's be real. There's no Life way we're not. Finds a way. Um, okay. So uh, until uh, so I'm excited for that, and I just wanted to say it. So uh, that was a good episode. Now you guys are on a ship. You're headed north. You have sort of an idea of where you want to go, but we'll see how it goes. And until next time, bye. 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 bye.